Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of the Jam Session Podcast. I'm Jazz. I'm Nat. I'm Mo. And we are going to come to you all weekly um, just shooting the shit. Um, So our first segment, we're going to go ahead and go into that. Um, It is going to be called In the Shade. In the Shade. So so I pulled some um, current events type um, of topics that we'll discuss in this section weekly. Um, so what I did want to touch base on first is everything that's going on in Afghanistan. I want to say rest in peace to the soldiers um, and everyone else that was killed in that recent attack. Yes. Um, definitely tragic. Um, it gets, you know, hard watching the news because the news is depressing. I don't watch the news, but I will say this. I love Uncle Joe Biden. However, I do agree that his approach for pulling out of Afghanistan was not well thought. So, okay. I can agree. I can agree. I just it's I think that being the president altogether is a, you're it's in huge. a tough position. Yeah. Um and so they're going to make mistakes. We just kind of have to give room and have some grace um through that. So Agreed. Um, I did just want to throw that out there first and make sure that we show our respect to those that have lost their lives. And we'll continue to follow this um, and see what is going on and continue to send up our prayers and uplift those families. Um, What else this week? We've got uh, mandates, mass mandates. Y'all know we've got... (laughs) Somebody here in Alabama that is trying to push for the mask mandates to be um, eliminated out of the schools. Really? They want parents. I have no to idea. Because I don't watch the news. <laughs> they want parents to have a choice of whether or not your child goes to school with or without a mask. So I had a whole Facebook debate um, regarding these masks in Madison County. So Madison County Schools had a board meeting, and someone posted um, a recording and their opinion about it. Number one, people don't seem to understand that the mask is not supposed to protect the person wearing the mask. Right. Okay? Unless it's an N95 mask. Right. Which I'm sure in short supply. But the amount of people that will fight you about their children's rights and how they can't breathe at four with the mask on and they complain. I'm sorry, when I was growing up, if somebody said, this is what you have to do, and I said, mama, I don't like this. I can't breathe with this mask on. Guess what my mama would have said? I know, baby, but you gotta wear it. You Uh gotta wear it. Uh So. And that's the nice version. That's the nice version. That's the nice version. Cause you know that look that would have came with that. Correct. <laughs> or, or the back end. I just feel like mm-hmm. it's just such an entitlement. It's so selfish. Mm-hmm. We have asthmatic children, and you choosing for your quote unquote healthy child not to wear a mask with a virus that lays dormant and you are asymptomatic and can carry it and pass it along is so selfish and inconsiderate to the immunocompromised kids Mm -hmm. that are wearing their mask and sanitizing their hands and trying to be safe, protecting your kids. Mm -hmm. Sorry, rant over. No, I agree. I agree. And then it's like with this new strain and more strains popping up, they're affecting kids and the kids are the ones that can't get vaccinated Mm -hmm. to give them some type of help against it. Why would you not want them to wear a mask? And the grade schools are little petri dishes anyway. They are disgusting. They're just, children are disgusting. That's why I couldn't be a a, a, a room mom. What are they called? I went one day. I went one day and that was it. It was a whole lot of snotting everywhere. And and I was like, I don't like this. I feel uncomfortable. And if if schools and children were that nasty pre-COVID and folks were still sending Mm -hmm. their kids to school with fever and flu and stomach bugs and all that stuff, they're not going to do anything different with with COVID. 
a global pandemic. You know, that's so, yeah. One of my son's teachers actually has COVID, and they were calling all of us as parents to let us know that our kids—they're calling it excluding now instead right. of quarantining. Right. To let us know whether or not our Probably kids what should it is. be yeah excluded or quarantining. <laughs> and um, my son is vaccinated recently, uh, but I chose to exclude him. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, if he's vaccinated, he can come back the next no. day. I said, no, he'll wait out this 10 days. It's cool. Because now it's only 10 days. It's not mm-hmm. a full two weeks. I said, he'll wait it out. And he'll come back after the holiday. Um, and uh, there was such an such a nonchalance about, like, it was no big deal. It, 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 this is a whole entire program. This is your whole entire ROTC program now that none of these kids can come to school. And this is hundreds of children who are wow. part of ROTC. Now they can no longer come to school because their teacher has the vid. <laughs> and y'all are just kind of like... Being yeah. really nonchalant about it. They so don't care. It's, I'm going to follow that to see if that bill gets passed, if they get what they want with <laughs> these children not wearing masks. Um, but I'm over it. You know, yeah. if you throw enough money at stuff, though. I you think it's you just the, the whole Alabama conservative nation <gasps> that just, they, they they booed their Lord and Savior Coleman last week. So, you know, um, there's no no honor amongst these. They <laughs> I don't, I don't enjoy it. And it's, it's rough being around, just even going to the store or whatever, because I'm like, you know, most of those people are not vaccinated. No. And the fact that the stores are giving these people these people options. If you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask in here. I can really tell you that I'm vaccinated. Right. And you know what? And y'all know I'll be watching my Korean dramas and stuff. And so I was watching one that was um, came out before COVID. And one of the episodes, the girl had a mask on and then the guy had addressed it. He was like, why are you walking around with a mask? And she was like, oh, I had a cold. I didn't want to get anybody else sick. And I was like, that is it right there. Child, they don't care. I told you. You worried about everybody else. Like, that is what it is. Being being cautious and worrying about the other person is what it is. And that's what we lack here in the States. You can't even agree to disagree. Like, I told the guy... Like, if a surgeon wears a mask in surgery to keep the field sterile and to prevent his germs from contaminating the that patient. open patient on the table. And he said, no, the surgeon wears a mask to keep from contaminating somebody that's cut open, not to stop an airborne virus. And I said, you can't be that dumb. You can. Yeah. Yeah, you can. And then somebody else told me it's not good for us to wear masks and inhale the carbon monoxide that we're exhaling. (laughs) Monoxide. Mm -hmm. So not CO2. Mm -hmm. See, that's why I told you every time I see something, I just respond. I'd be like, you're dumb. That is all I do. I'd be like, you're dumb, and I'm going about my business. You can't argue with an idiot. No. Onlookers will not know. And so, these are the people that are voting in Alabama. Mm -hmm. So, Lord. Well, that's that part of our worldly events. Um, Now we can dive into the BS that we have here. (laughs) (laughs) So, this week's hot topic. Well, let me. I got some 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 other BS oh, I got here. Uh-oh. Real quick, real quick. I wanted to address y'all been following R. Kelly's trial. I've been trying not to because he's he's been disgusting to me since the nineties. I love R. Kelly. That was your face. Y'all I got to let him go. I can't yeah. let Robert go. Here's okay? the thing. Let me tell you what makes him a genius. With I don't condone. I do, I do not condone rape, molestation, or anything like that. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. But here's here's the deal. What I saw in that whole quote-unquote surviving R. Kelly series, what I, I saw in that was females who, based on state laws, wherever they were, were legally Able the age consent. of consent. Uh-huh. Then one of okay. them, even at the time, one of them at the time was in her 30s. I believe here's and here's where we 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 just go off the deep end. I do not believe 
Now, do I believe that he was maliciously targeting younger females? Yes. Absolutely. But do I believe that those females had a choice? Absolutely. Yes, I do. And this is coming from somebody who has been raped before, who has been. This has happened to me. So as a victim, I can speak. I can see things from a victim's point of view. And I can see things, I think, I, I might even be a little biased toward, the, you would think, toward the quote-unquote victims. Okay. But do you know any better at eight or nine when it happened to me? I don't think so. No. Okay. Do you know better at 17, 18? Absolutely. I believe, I believe you are armed with a lot more information. Okay. So, I can understand that. However, there's also the side of you got to take into account how these young girls are raised. Some of them don't have that motherly figure that's going to tell them, hey, that ain't this fault. is, no, listen, this is predatory. This is what you need to look out for. So I agree. Yes, they had that choice going in like, okay, I'm going to mess with this older man mm -hmm. because we've all been there. Let's be honest. We've all been young and was like, we finna, I'm finna Girl, mess with I'm this man. I'm still trying to find me an 80 year old. Exactly. Exactly. What's that, what's that <laughs> I, think, I think once they got in there, that's when things started to kind of take a turn for the worse because people are manipulative. And what it sounds like from listening to these stories, he had a way of manipulating them. If you're already vulnerable, let's say I'm a 16 or 17 year old girl. I don't have love at home. I this, that, and the third. I've got this man wanting to love me, whatever. I'm vulnerable to love. I've never been loved. But I, I don't think know that they can punish what him this is for their. Their I think they can the punish. I think they can punish him for the extent that he cooked this shit. I don't like this so. man is nasty. I don't think but, so. but Listen, people have sex rooms all the time. But there are tons when of people. When you're forcing people to perform oral sex and you recording it and stuff and you, you're not, you, no. Are they crying looking like they're being forced? Or I are they just no saying? No, yeah, because none of the videos that I saw Listen, guys, look like somebody I can't Robert look. Kelly has been Robert Kelly since I can remember, okay? I canceled you him back can in the 90s. tell me that they there was not some sort of this is R. Kelly. Mm -hmm. It's impossible. So my uh -uh. thing is this, and how many other people, regular, regular people, do this? I mean, we've been manipulated into doing shit in relations in relationships. Uh -huh. We ain't going back and suing nobody. Yeah, like come on. Take your L. Realize when you mess up, girls, and move on. When it first came out that he was peeing on folks and stuff, and I was at a young age, that's when I made my decision. I said, I am not listening to this man no more ever. I, I, I still was listening. I, I cannot. I can't. Just like I can't listen. I don't listen to Michael Jackson. I'm gonna throw that out there while we on here. I really cannot listen to him after those accusations no. and the oh, trial, all of that stuff. See, look at y'all. See, I cannot do it. I, mean, I tend to believe the victim. And I, and no. I ride with them until the death of me. No. I can't do it. I have certain songs of Michael that I like. I just wasn't a huge Michael Jackson fan. Mm -hmm. But uh, Robert? No. No. Baby, no, Robert. No. Uh, Robert's music has nothing to do. Well, it might have something to do with what he was doing. I don't but. even enjoy his music that much. I can't even tell y'all the last time I heard a song of his. I grew up on it. I was gonna I say I grew up on on the Twelve Play yes, and Lord. the Bump and Grind and the reminding of his Jeep and. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm just going to up, uplift y'all and prayer let's go back because <laughs> I cannot agree on with this. When Miss Aaliyah hit the hit the fan. She was allegedly married to Robert. Mm -hmm. Yes, so it was that stuff came going out. On then. That came out. How and they got married. And did she have both of her parents? Yeah. Okay. A lot of the victims too that I saw in the documentary. 
two-parent household. You don't think that he manipulated them, though? Because a lot of it came from, oh, I'm going to help your music career. Yeah. If you're young and hungry, you want to be an artist, and you got this man telling you he's going to help your music career if you suck his dick. But, uh, well, but but it didn't go like that. And, and then I, he ain't telling his parents, but he ain't telling he's their parents, telling like, parents, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and help her music career if she suck my dick. So I'm sure that's not what he's telling the parents. My thing is, I see people who were greedy. And I see people who thought that they could get something more than what they were getting from him. And when it didn't go their way or when the checks stopped rolling in, when yeah. the money stopped flowing, people get upset. The part, the, the, the thing that, that sucks about us as the black community, and I'm just going to throw that out there, is the cancel culture thing. Yeah. We cancel who we feel like canceling for however long we feel like mm-hmm. canceling them. And we're so much harder on us, us and people that look like us and not the palm colored people that... We tend to get in our own way, and that's why people feel like all black people have that crabs in the barrel mentality. But the reality is, crabs in a barrel are stepping on each other's back to help one another get out of the barrel, out of the bucket. Mm-hmm. We stepping on each other's necks to try to keep one another down. Yeah. And I think that that is the that is the problem. Those people saw this as an opportunity. When you think of it, look at Sparkle. I can't. Um... On the whole, the whole surviving R. Kelly thing, she was a, about her niece. Mm-hmm. Everything kept flowing back to her album. I don't know if y'all watched it. I did, but it I, all I kept watch back. all of it because I, you know, I cried. It I was like, I can't do with her niece for real. The more you heard her continue to talk, it was all about her album. Him supposedly being upset that she had other writers for her album and so forth and so on. The reality is, this man wanted to tuck us in the game. Yeah. So, what was your reasoning behind that? Did you try to sell your niece for him to write you a song? Like, I'm trying to figure out. She didn't justify or she didn't defend her niece in her statements that she was saying. She She was defending the fact that her album. That was it. I just want to know where Drea was. I would would like to know the same thing as well because she's a bit opportunistic. I don't know if y'all watched that whole R&B Divas show that she was going for a very short period of time. But she is an opportunist. (laughs) And I love her. But at the same time, I'm like, you was married to this man for, what, 13 years? And as spicy as she is, there's no way in hell she was oblivious to that. Right! There's Mm. no way. Everybody was using this man, I believe, for money and what they thought they could get from him. And then when the checks stopped, that was that. Just like they made an example out of Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby yep. should have never gone to jail. No. Not saying that he didn't do what he did because he admitted to drugging these people. But he also admitted that they asked him for it. And he also signed a court document when he, he did his little recording that they played, which is what freed him recently. He signed a document that all of the charges would be dropped and dismissed without any kind of fucking prejudice. So he should have never went to jail in the first place. Hello. I, I do remember that coming out of it about Bill Cosby. I still can't look at him the same. I just don't. I, I, I don't look I at him can't. any differently because no. it wasn't young girls. It wasn't. I and can't. we all are aware that Hollywood has this whole stigma with party. Yeah. Yeah. And white people do it all the time. But we get so much tougher and so much harder. There's no way in they fuck came you down. that lady dude that actually was responsible for being the, the one to convict, that got him convicted. I was gonna say they came down a lot harder on him versus Harvey. All the like, others, because or Elvis. Yeah, mm. they did come down a lot harder on him. So I, I but I'm sorry, I'm still, I, and I'm not. In what about Woody? But Mr. Uh, oh, yeah, Jello Pudding Pop. Yes. Hmm. Like you can't. I think. I think that it is part of the the attempt for the destruction of the black community, of just in general. And 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 they get help from us. Yeah. yeah, to destroy yeah. us. That's what said. They count on us hating one another so much that they use that against us, but it's for their benefit. Of course. Oh, you never want to have to make everything about race, but even within your own race, you got to make it about race. Yeah. Because that is the common denominator. Mm. All I know is I still have not listened. I haven't listened to R. Kelly since the 90s. All I know is on the way um, home, I'm about to be busted. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss. Yeah, and this, no. is, this is still my song for real, okay? <laughs> we'll be making love for return to the Nobody this. Stepping in the, in the name of love. Nobody messes I'm going to let y'all have it. I, 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 I want none of Robert it. Made the song. I want none of it. Baby. So we know what's not being played at my wedding. We, we know. 
We know. Come prepared. We ain't stepping in the name of love. At all. Not over here. Um, next, we have this issue with um, Safari and Erica Mena. He's a douche canoe. <laughs> a what? What's it called? He's a douche canoe. A he douche is a canoe. child. She took on an extra child. And those are all married women or women in relationships in general with men. You feel like you have taken on an additional child. And I get it. But Safari is really, truly a child. I don't see how she made it this far. I don't either. Because there were no kids. And I don't think she really takes care of her disabled oldest son. I don't, I don't know I don't that she's not in he's not in the limelight. You hear her talk about him here and there, but let me just say, Erica Mena, I have watched Erica from the beginning. Yeah. She's definitely matured. The growth. Thank God for Jesus. Um well he do it. And like I like this Erica. I like Erica anyway, because she was a little spitfire. Yeah, but definitely spicy. The growth and then to see her have to like struggle with this man who like she's been waiting on she went through a bunch of crappy relationships that is her husband that to me is what he, yes. he acts like he is some one night stand that just happened to get her pregnant Girl. like this is your wife and you asked for them kids he doesn't see it like that. And your baby over here in the NICU and you and Albert in Jamaica kicking it. You asked for that. Alberta. So even your kids don't mean anything to you. Child, and I'm just waiting on her to go back to old school Minna. Like, we know her as Erica, you know. Right, right. Go back to Minna. I would have been. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been. It, it would have gotten violent and physical a long time ago. And that's not how you're supposed to be in a relationship. So that's how I know I wouldn't have lasted. But she's there, though. She's through paint all over his bikes and stuff. Absolutely. As she should. As she, she, she shouldn't have sent him the $4,000 that she did send him. I did start to get late for that. <laughs> I, I would not have sent him for cents. I would not have sent him for Like, what, hey, what's mine is yours. I ruined my property. Baby. This, this, uh-uh. And then... Like her house got broken too, and he was in Florida. He wasn't performing. He wasn't working. He was he was in Florida chilling for Trick Day. What would he perform? With Trick, yeah. Trick ain't had an album since you don't know then. Wait, that was Trina. Pussy roll, go back though. You said he wasn't performing. What's he supposed to perform? He, he, he raps and stuff and whatnot. Like know. a producer and all that stuff. Who's Safari? He has songs. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Lil Scrappy got a song together. <laughs> you know how you always see that. That sounds horrible. I'm pretty sure he sounds horrible. Does he sound good? I've never heard any of his music. Yeah, me either. I just thought that he, I know that he's like big time behind the scenes producer type guy. I've never listened to him. I've never So really I don't know him as an artist at all. But nonetheless, go back to Minna. Go back to Minna who um, met, met Kim Bella. Was it Kim Bella that she um, popped? That was Chrissy that popped Kim Bella. No, Minna popped Kim Bella. Yes. I think Kim Bella Outside. got into a lot of altercations. Minna that popped Kim Bella. I was that she could not really yeah. hold up to. Minna popped Kim Bella when they first met. It was Minna and Yandy and Kim Bella out on outside. The table. I might remember yes. under the table because she she threw shots. Major like she didn't throw shots. Nobody no more. Bring Minna back. True that. Lord. I just think, I honestly, if I were her, I mean, the ultimate disrespect, I would spit in that motherfucker's face. Ooh, yes. I really would. I would, I would, Ooh, hop, and I don't spit. I would, <laughs> right. down. You, you know that, you know, spitting is the lowest form. Yeah. And that is what she deserves. Because he ain't even a he, he's a she. Yeah. He's Safari a- is sus. To me now, yeah. At this point, I was, mad. I Nikki was, was trying to tell us Nikki was through with him. Y'all be seeing she them old interviews and stuff, and was. the faces she was making. She was trying to tell us that he was something was wrong with mm-hmm. him. It's it's clear why she didn't have kids with him. Absolutely. I mean, not that the, the not that her the current. Child I was gonna say not that her current husband right. is the better option, right. but. But maybe he's a better father. Maybe. I don't know. Ooh, but clearly, we're... Safari is not a good husband or a father. He Maybe probably he's just good at being Safari, which is a selfish son bitch. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. And I would walk in and knock everything over. I'm telling you, and spit in his face. every day. <laughs> you have <laughs> to add the spit in his face. Like when I think of the 
the most disrespectful thing I can do to Somebody, a guy. Yes, yeah. fitness. I'm gonna spit in your face. I'm gonna call you. And a I'm bitch. gonna call you a bitch. <laughs> yes. yes. And put my fingers in your forehead. <laughs> like I'm really just at this point, I'm taunting. And then yeah. I'm talking about your mama too, because niggas don't play about their mama. Mm. But like, his mama ain't done that. She was trying yes, to actually help say. the situation. Well, okay, see yeah. that's so rare. Yeah. You know, mama's mama was going like, wrong. Yeah. You're wrong. Thank you're a you. husband. I don't like the way you disrespect disrespecting your wife on social media. Like his mother was cool. She was a rider. She was. Good. So I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have okay, thrown so her. I wouldn't have thrown her. And 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 really a loogie. Man, I'm calling loogie. Yeah. Whatever. I would have got a gigantic spitball on that motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. So we're agreed on safari. Yes. Um, I've got notes about I've got two other notes I've got here um, y'all have mentioned Fallon from Real Housewives I really hadn't followed what was going so on so I only there. get to see it on social media I did not watch this season of the Real Housewives but I did get to see it on social media and she did all of that talking badly about Simon who is her now ex-husband and Portia who was supposedly her friend and now she is pregnant by the guy that her ex-husband said that she was cheating with to begin so she okay. kind of fishy sis okay. fishy mm-hmm. I thought the whole situation was kind of weird about Portia and Simon getting together yeah um, everybody wanted somebody to be a victim mm-hmm. in the situation but I don't see anybody having been a victim I think Portia likes funds of I think Simon has a lot of them and she's always like funds yeah and I think she just Dennis looks like Lil Bill <laughs> Okay. Then it's <laughs> so we're like not here for the Cordell books. Stewart. We are not he here for like not attractive he at all. And she and loved then, Cordell. And now she, she over here with, with Simon and yes, she likes coins. And I and cannot she was blame calculated her. With Dennis being her baby daddy because she said she looked when she met him and she heard of his his businesses and all of that, she said that's gonna be my baby daddy. But she, she ain't no fool. She, I ain't mad at her. She had to write a book, right? She, she I think she had some, but she trying to get up there some more. Oh, look, she didn't write a book. Sis, let me know grand, what I need to do next. Right. Her grandfather, to an extent, yeah, kind of. But she she made her what was seems like endless money with who she was with. That's yeah. true. And then she got on that show, yeah. and then she couldn't use Cordell's name anymore. And he thought that was gonna stop the bag. But then no, she became this little ditzy kind of airhead who didn't know what the Underground Railroad was, even though your that father was that this did freedom fighter. I mean, your grandfather was this freedom fighter. And she's home. gorgeous. She, is, she, she is. is gorgeous. So she's got that going for her. But I don't think anybody really expected her to come up in the way that she has. And no. then she does, she keeps going after people with more and more financial security mm-hmm. and I'm not I'm not mad at it would you want to cry in Dubai or do you want to cry in Dallas that is it that's she has it. shown us network her way she's hooked up with Ricky because you can learn to love cry in Dubai or cry in Decatur I like that you can take a tour you can I can learn to love you um but yeah so I heard the old girl was pregnant but I didn't understand why everybody was like saying she was yeah, lying. She's so not she, a I, don't think she I, I don't think that they were actually friends. They were associates. They were associates. And she met Simon first through Dennis. So if anything, Dennis should have had the beef with Simon. Correct. They was but over there. Caddy. But you know the bros don't care. They don't care. But women so caddy. Women just want keep smashing the homie portion. Right now, friends. <laughs> no, I am not going to sleep with my yeah, friends. No, or my friends. No, but no. somebody I just met. Hey, girl. Hey. I don't know you. I don't owe you anything. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, this man got this money here. Yeah, I'm finna learn to love him real right. quick. Right. And if I don't, I'm gonna learn to love this money while Child. I travel and he do whatever he wanna to do. To be honest, Portia ain't probably learned to love nobody since uh, Cordell. I really you do believe yeah. that that was honest love. I think so too. And after that, because he was, he did her dirty. He was very controlling. He did her dirty. He was controlling. The divorce was messy. It was. So after that, she, she was like, was okay. Like, you know what? I know where my head needs to yes. go. So bag. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love you. I might even be a little bit in love with you. But 
bag and me up are above you. Yeah, exactly. And ain't nothing wrong with that. Honey, ain't nothing wrong with that. All right, last thing I got is um, Kanye West. Y'all, what is Ye doing? Conjuring the devil in these damn concerts. <laughs> I, he is up there doing rituals. I, I don't, don't even want to listen to his. I don't even want to listen to it no more. No, ma'am. I don't even want to listen to it. He got Marilyn Manson on stage. Kim Yo, Kardashian came out. The, the church was on fire. Is that what was going on? I said, what the hell is happening? I cut Kanye off a long time ago. Me too. You, you Me too. did? A See? Long time I did not fool with him. He I ain't been Jesus right. Walks was probably the last thing that I was like, I can vibe to, to this. He ain't been right since. He ain't been right since his mama left him. And then, and then, (laughs) agreed. I'm going to have to say this, and it may be a, a, you know, not popular topic, not popular thing to say, but I think that Kim was good for him as far as finances. She pulled him out of a hole and he played it off like it was nothing. And I said, that would have driven, I would have divorced his ass. There was there was something I saw where they were interviewing and she was like, yeah, I've helped him save or whatever. I've talked to him about this. And his Wait, response in the his response was like, well, I didn't listen. And you on camera and we talking about this, like this woman has pulled you out of this hole. Literally just ran you four million off the top. And like, has boosted your numbers. And now put you at Yeah. Uh-huh. And you gonna and treat her like that and say that to her. Because mm-hmm. Kim and Kanye were friends first. I thought okay. on an episode of yes, the Kardashian Way back show. when uh-huh. it was a business arrangement, I'm sure. You think so? I think she really loved him. Well, Kim has loved everybody. Kanye is like marriage number three, four? I think she really loved him, though. Uh, Yeah. I don't know that Kim is actually capable of sincere She loves herself, I will say. I think she might be the only one that truly is. I think out of all of them, she might be the only one that really, truly is capable of like real. I think she's. Like I think she's. A, I think she's a hopeless romantic. That, that's yeah. what kind of got her into the the marriages, and you know what I'm yeah. saying? Because when you're a hopeless romantic, life. yeah, you want to be loved. You want to love somebody. You want to cater to somebody. Yeah. And that's what she kind of got into. And so I think that she genuinely loved the people that she's been with. But I really think that she had a lot of love for Kanye. I think, and I think that he just pushed her. To but husband like love though. He, yeah. he has not been right since Just his mama left. Because of the the whole hopeless romantic thing, I'm telling you, I think that she really genuinely loved him. Because he her babies. He doesn't know how in these moments, and it might have something to do with the grief, you know, from him not like properly getting the help he needs with grieving his mother's death. But I don't think he's capable of being loved. Mm-mm. Mm, in these yeah. moments, in this period in his life, I don't think he Mm-mm. is open to being loved. He, I just, don't get me wrong, don't he is still listen. a musical genius. I think so. Uh, that's, that's just, just like Hales. Give me some. Hales. <laughs> he is still I'm going to have to disagree. <laughs> he is still a musical <laughs> genius, but just kind of like stay behind the scenes. And we still got to think. Like, Kanye had it rough too. Like, right. Mm-hmm. You about died, bruh. Yeah. So he probably got some type of um, TBI anyway. Yeah, right, right, right. Right, right. I just so thought I, yeah. I gave up on, on waiting on this album. I don't even want to listen to it no more whenever it does come out. Because it has been. Dropout. I was going to say. I, had, I have not listened much to him, but I was like, I had listened to the snippet of what, the song that he did with Jay-Z. And I was like, oh, okay, this might pull me back Is in. Is that the song where now, like, Lil Baby and or The Baby? That's what they said on The Shade Room. They said that he took that song, took Jay-Z off that song and put the baby on it. And okay. I was like, well, now, fuck, I really don't want to listen to it now. I would rather listen to it with the baby. I ain't mad. At I haven't. Now, now, everybody else, I ain't mad at the baby. I would have to hear I love it. the baby. I would have to hear. I liked what he did with Jay-Z. I liked that snippet I heard. And I was like, oh, this is reminding me of 
good music. I was like, yes, this is going to be good. So him putting the baby on it, I'm like, I don't know. Neither of them. I'm, I'm not really anymore. a Jay-Z fan, but it was it was it was hot. It was hot. And I said, this is gonna be good. And then you replaced him with the baby. And right. I'm like I'm gonna have to go YouTube it and see. But I love I yeah, I like the I like the baby. I don't even really know. The baby a needs to get a PR and stuff. The baby needs to get a good PR team and shut up. And sit down and just shut up. But why? He's just, so comical. But why? Because it just comes out of nowhere. I could understand if there was somebody that was accosting you backstage and sexually harassing you, and you were you felt uh, uh, harassed, harangued, whatever. Mm-hmm. None of that happened. You just went and said what you had said for what reason? Okay, that's that's where my thing is like. Here, we're street nigga. But here, But here, okay. So here's my rebuttal for that. When a racist spews their racist bullshit, what black person came up to them and hurt them? Mm. Nan. Mm. Nan. Okay, not, and not that's why we don't we don't fuck with racists. So he did the same thing. But we don't? He We don't? When you learn that somebody is racist, you still be around them? You I still... see more black folks in Walmart than anybody. Mmm. See more black folks dying to buy Gucci Ooh, and women. Right. You, know, no, you know, you know, I don't do that. H and M. No, I don't do that. Pause. Because black folks jump back on the Tommy Hilfiger um, train real quick. Real quick. I See, will not. I still don't. I don't. I do not. Like real it quick. just. I feel like when you are when you have a certain level of stardom Mm -hmm. you have to be mindful of the things that come out of your mouth whether they're whether it doesn't matter really on what topic it is i feel like you have to be mindful because you you know somebody somewhere is going to have something to say about it and it can turn into this big thing but no matter what you do people gonna have shit to say anyway and that's right that's right but think about if he has like a good team and it's like okay I, I understand you feel this way, but let's not say that today at this performance. This the, is not That means the baby wouldn't happen. be able to say anything. Right. Because, let's be honest, he is a young black man that grew up in a culture, I'm sure, that... Because he's young. How old is the little boy? I don't know. Homosexuality is frowned upon. Like, and if if you knew, you might he might be cool with some with some gay men. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, they still are, pardon my language, but faggots or punks or whatever. I'm mm-hmm. cool with you, but that's what you are. That's what yeah, that's, that's just what that. the culture is. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what they say. That's so, what they say. It don't. And then it's like, for me, like, again, it's an unprovoked comment. And then leading outside of the gay comments, you throw this HIV thing out there. Not everybody with HIV is gay. Why, would you, why would you try to, to, so to make I it so that, that the naivete. I think that is just his naivete. And that's the thing. You can't be out there speaking on stuff that you are dumb about. Like, now you that can't I do can't that. taboo to speak ill or just to speak your your free speech about about the gay community than it is to say something racial or racist against blacks. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, the climate that we live in, they have gained more rights and freedoms for the the alphabet community, and I'll just leave it at that because I I have a child that's a part of the alphabet community, so I absolutely have nothing against it, but the reality is they have gained more rights and protections in the alphabet community than we have as black Mm -hmm. people, and we've been at it for hundreds of years trying to gain that equality. Mm -hmm. But if you're gay or 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 lesbian, gay, bisexual, whatever one of those letters relate to you, you get more freedoms and protections than you do for something and that the people you are more no really walking on eggshells and stuff around it. Uh-huh. I and just, I find it difficult. I might get some flack for this, but I find it difficult. I, 
I think it's tough that people who can take a dick in the ass can't take a comment from somebody else. Ooh. Like, you Ooh. should be able to... But that's the reality of it. Like, it sucks. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna go there. Oh! Because that oh. ain't... That's not a small feat. <laughs> it, it is. Okay? I don't want to talk to you guys anymore. I don't want to talk anymore. I don't want to talk anymore. Enjoy it? And go back you, multiple times? You can't be that sensitive to, to vocal comments if you can handle that. <laughs> I, oh. I mean, I don't want to talk anymore. Just saying. That's the jam. You have to, the topic that we'll be talking about is parenting and co-parenting. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So I think it helps us that all of us have children, right. at least one. Broke-ass best uh, friends. The, the broke besties. And um and I am not with the fathers of my children. You ladies are not with the dads of your children. Mm-hmm. And so you have to talk about you we have to think about even when we go back to like the masks and, and mask mandates in schools and things like that. Um, co parenting. Mm-hmm. One parent may feel one way about the masks in school and the other parents, be it custodial or non custodial, may feel another way. So, how do we handle parenting in this day and age, and then co-parenting with mm. our our child's other other parent? Jess, you go first. You want me to go first? Okay. You go first. Um. So, first, um, you know, Caden is ten. Um, his father is non-existent in his life. Um. So it. Is he existent in this life at all? Is he still? <laughs> yes, he is, because I still get child support. So he's yeah. still around. He's still, he's he's still, still, he's still existing on, on this paper. earth. Yeah, on, on paper. paper. On yes. Paper. Um, so thank God for Jesus. Well, he did. Well. Um, so <laughs> on that end, it would be really like, sir, you're not here. You can't tell me what to do with my child because he's my child. And on paper, he is my child because his father is not on his birth certificate mm-hmm. and has had ample opportunity to get on his birth certificate. But mm-hmm. just refuses out of bed. But has not done so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I went to a judge, the judge said, hey, even though he's paying child support, he has no parental rights. So that's how I feel about that with that one. Okay. <laughs> so Caden is my child gotcha. through and through. Okay, that's it. Um, now with Parker, I feel like me and his dad, we have a decent relationship. It took a while to get there. Mm -hmm. I think that we had a decent relationship when we were dating. Um, we even had an, a decent, an okay relationship afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, and then stuff happened to where I was like, okay, we can't be in the same home together. We're going to have to separate whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and then when he moved back home, I want to say we didn't communicate for a couple months and then we kind of just got back into the swing of things. Cause I'm like, I do want you to be a part of your child's life. Mm -hmm. Um, so with him, I do address things with him as far as Parker's health, you know, what have you, he'll throw out some suggestions. And then if it's something that I don't really agree with, I'm like, you know, hey, I hear what you're saying. You're not here. But this is what we're gonna do. You're not here. You're not here. Yeah. If you want to come down and help me and we can actively both be in his life, like you're in his life over the phone and on FaceTime, that's great. He gets that. But at the end of the day, I'm the one that's in this home with him. Mm -hmm. I'm the one that's doing his treatments with him twice a day. Mm -hmm. I'm the one, you know what I'm saying? So if I say my child's going to have to wear a mask and a face shield for the rest of his life so we don't have asthma flare up, guess what we're doing? Mm -hmm. Wearing a mask and a face shield. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what we're doing. And I think the beauty in that is that when I say things like that to him, he he says, he's like, you're right. You know, he agrees with it. And so we've been doing perfectly fine with it okay um if like i said if there's ever anything where i'm like oh should i do this i'll run it by him i'll get his thoughts and then go from there Mm -hmm. so So each of my children have their own dad respectively (laughs) i was being kind i wanted them to to not have to share no but (laughs) (laughs) but i don't i don't have a problem with with co-parenting with it. my oldest my oldest I didn't have to co-parent with her dad he just was never a part of her life mm-hmm. until she was maybe 15 15 16 something like that um and then he started coming around and communicating with her and by that time 
I didn't have to say anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it all kind of flowed through our kid, and 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 whatever decisions I was making, he we we didn't discuss anything because for what? Yeah. Right. She, she damn me around anyway. Mm-hmm. So you 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 can you can move along, move around. But if I had that relationship with him, um, I definitely would have left left it open to him effectively co-parenting her. Right. Because you never know. Maybe things could have turned out differently. Who knows? But I love her for who she is and all of that. Um, With my youngest daughter's dad, um, he is just, I take his his thoughts and his opinions into consideration. And whatever he did when she was with him, that was on them. I can't tell you how to parent your child when she is with you. Um, But as long as we're on the same page. So if she leaves my house and she's in trouble, when she gets to your house, she's still in trouble. Absolutely. It's not going to be parties and going out to the amusement park and all of that stuff when she's supposed to be on punishment. Mm -hmm. She's going to be on punishment right there with you in in the room, Mm -hmm. chilling. Mm -hmm. And and that's just that. And and we were always pretty, pretty effective with that. Now, with my ex-husband, who is my son's father, um, we we just ain't never been on the same page. Wow. Um, He has always been very bitter since our separation and divorce. He has has doesn't have a lot to do with our our son until recently. Now they have just started talking, uh, and by talking, I mean he sends him memes on um, Instagram. That, that's their um, their and motivational quotes. Oh, oh, he's building up to a sixteen year old. He's building it up. He's, oh, he's yeah, what it is. yeah. It's just a build up. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. that's it. He's so just feeling out the room. Out shit, out the room. He, he won't even call me. He refuses to even call me to speak about our child and the last communication I said we need to to just sit down and have a conversation so we can talk about Mm -hmm. some things that are going on with him and we can come up with a good consensus on how to handle it Caden's dad is he will not talk to me about it he won't he won't talk to me he won't even call me but wants to come and get him or whatever but you don't want to have a conversation about how we need to raise our child no no he won't and his wife won't allow it either and you were married long before I was remarried and y'all still are, are, I'm still your pillow talk with your wife. I know this because we were just up there a few months ago and I was still literally, it was the same story from like five, six, seven years ago. Y'all still telling this wow. to me, spoken four or five years. How, how y'all still got the same story and why am I still your, your pillow talk? Because I don't, I guarantee you, I don't lay my head down and talk about you. Mm-mm. So, so is it likely that a lot of his bitterness or, um, disconnect with you is stemming from the is she really a new wife now though I, she ain't new but she definitely still his wife they've been married for some years now i don't know exactly how long i don't keep up with that shit but yeah, no. they've been married for a while and i have i even initiated a conversation with them so i could sit down and meet her mm-hmm. i wanted to know who was going to be around my child just kind of explain to her the quirks of my kid. I really had this right. conversation Absolutely. with her and things still didn't go See, well no. between us because she already had this preconceived notion, I guess, uh, in her mind. Uh, the words that she said to me was, I know you. Um, when we sat down and had a conversation, I said, you don't know me. You know of me and you know about me um, just because of where I grew up and, and, and mm-hmm. who, I, who I was. Mm-hmm. Said, you know of me, but you don't know, you me. Don't know me. And the first thing you say is, I know you. I'm not scared of you. I'm not asking you to be scared of me. I'm really just sitting down having a civil conversation with you. So I'm not completely sure where that's coming from. But. So you're just defensive off the rip. You've already. You have something in your mind Mm -hmm. that you have gotten about me. Mm -hmm. Because they'd be lying. Yeah. They'd be lying. Yeah. But now he and I, you know, I even told him recently, like, you don't even know your son and I don't want to beg you to have a relationship with him mm-hmm. and we had a kind of a decent conversation I sent him a picture of DJ on his first day of school and said here you go you can flex for the gram since you don't actually get to see him hmm. I did mm-hmm. I had a petty moment Good but I sent you a recent picture Good of his child you don't have here or there. In, in his teens at all you ain't seen him since he hit the teens hmm. so hmm. this is your first picture of your child since he's been in his teens because you haven't seen him since he's been a teen um, and I said, here you go, to live flex for the gram or, or to tell, you know, the social media world that I've been keeping him from you. Knock yourself out. That's but is it keeping him from you when I call and say, hey, are you coming to get him to take him and get a haircut and you never come? Mm-mm. And I keeping him 
from you or are you just staying away? You're just staying away. You're just staying away and it's your choice. So it, it, I am, I, am I keeping time. you from your child when I say, hey, yeah, you're more than welcome to come on and get them, but we can we, while you're here, can we discuss moving, you know, actions moving yeah. forward? And you say no and then just don't show up at all? No. That's me keeping you from your child? Yeah, but that's, that is his, that's, that's his truth. It is. That and is you got to let them live in their truth. Uh-huh. So I've stopped sugarcoating things for my son. I have mm-hmm. stopped I have stopped defending his dad because that's Mm -hmm. not my place. No. That is not my place. And it took me a lot of therapy (laughs) and counseling to realize that he just has to know the truth. Mm -hmm. So DJ, I talked to your dad. He's supposed to come get you. Um, And then when you get dressed and you got your backpack and he never shows up. um, Oh, well, he didn't come get you. And then I leave the conversation at that. Talking about which therapist every day. Yeah. I'm going to leave it at that. Well, he didn't come. But what we're not going to do is he and I are not going to talk in secret and then I'm not telling my son anything so that then he won't know of all the disappointment or he only angry with me because he feel like right. it's my fault. No, no. Yeah. I just stopped hiding stuff from him. Your dad's supposed to come or your dad's supposed to call or your dad was supposed to do this. Oh, he didn't? Oh, well. Okay. But if he said, oh, I'm going to buy you a computer. Oh, my God. I will go out and buy my son a computer because your daddy didn't do it. Now I feel like I have to make up for him. No. No more. No. No, no more. more. No. What about you, Ned? How are y'all? Whew. So, y'all know. Uh, so, I only have one. Thank <laughs> God. Um, and his... Fu- no. She does not. <laughs> not she does not. Okay. Um, <laughs> Parker is the other one. And I definitely ain't having no more behind that. <laughs> Don't talk about my baby. So, Jamari's father um, was absent for quite some time years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like and when I say absent I don't mean like picked up the phone here or there. I mean we didn't talk there was no birthday mm-hmm. Christmas text if there was a communication between myself and him it was an argument mm-hmm. um, I was a bitch he was a hoe all that all that mm-hmm. okay um, until, so Jamari's 14 now and at 9 10 he decided that he was going to make an attempt. Now, my prayer from like five years old to nine or ten was, God, when you make my enemy my footstool, mm-hmm. don't allow me to kick him while he's And that was such a big prayer. I have not gotten it. That was such a big prayer. I want to be there one day. Because I so knew. I'm stopping on you. Like a roach. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, I didn't think that that prayer was going to get answered. Yeah. Because I was all about, mm-hmm, but the stuff that he goes through now it's or went through then, I had a front ass. row seat to mm-hmm. see you put me and my child through hell. And now you're going through it. And I got to see it. Now, I'm going to uplift you because at the end of the day, you are still my child's father. Right. Mm-hmm. And right. if I leave this so world unexpectedly, mm-hmm. I need for my child to be able to have a conversation or depend on you, okay? And have the same lifestyle. But, as far as co-parenting, we don't do that. That's my child. <laughs> what I say goes, um, we had the conversation a couple weeks ago about, Jamari's talking about, you know, driving and he wants a car and this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. And I've made it very clear. You are getting a 1998 yeah. I upgrade. I'm trying to feel Absolutely. You. I'm going to upgrade because it is 2021. If they still made Cavaliers, that's what you would have. That, that was a good car. That was a good car. That was a good car. You get a 2000 to 2002 Honda Civic two-door. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. his father said, well, Ned, you can't do that. Why he got to have a two-door? And I was like, uh, he was like, what if one What if one of his friends need a ride mm-hmm. or something? What if I'm I not purchasing... I'm not purchasing a vehicle for the friend who needs a ride. I'm purchasing a vehicle because my child has to go to school. He Mm -hmm. got soccer practice. How would your friend get around before you had this car? And he's going to have to have a job with his broke ass. So I'm purchasing a car to help me. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Furthermore, he is a boy with ADHD. He can't focus to save his life. Yes, Lord. He don't need all that extra. He don't need the distraction. He is also a little black boy. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have 
we already know that if the police ride by and see a vehicle driven by a black man and you got all your homies yeah you got all your homies in the car absolutely we're not trying to do that light flashing on yourself i like for my child to come home every night so that was number one so number two jamari wants a mustang he loves them Mm. we live in bumfuck egypt yes you do we have to travel across the mountain to get into the city he can't have a mustang so i made the agreement with him if you make a b honor roll all through high school and get some type of financial assistance to go to college when you graduate the money that i have saved that we are saving for your college expenses can go towards you getting your mustang mm-hmm. so his dad says well i should be quite financially stable by then that'll just be my be my graduation gift to him and i said no well, no that's not what we just said he said what do you mean pay that insurance what do you mean? He was like, you can't tell me what I can and can't get him for graduation. I said, oh, but I can. He's not getting a Mustang. He's like, but that's his graduation gift. No, Mm-mm. you don't get a gift for doing what you're supposed to do. You, absolutely. You I, you are supposed to graduate high school. Mm-hmm. Now, if you go to college and graduate, you want to buy him a Mustang That's then? different. Absolutely. That's, different. that's a harder feat. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But he want a Mustang. Well, I people in here want ice water, and I want a million dollars. (laughs) That's not how things work. I would like to hit the lottery today. And my child is spoiled. Y'all know that he's ruined. He's ruined. However, I have to make it very clear to him: No, you will not buy him a Mustang. I don't care if you are a millionaire in eighteen months four years from now. You will not buy him a Mustang for graduation. That is something that he will have to earn. (laughs) So with, so do you feel, let me ask you guys this then, as the primary parent of your children, Mm -hmm. do you feel with with the whole co-parenting situation, do you feel like even if you ask Dan's opinion, the be all end all is with you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I absolutely do because at the end of the day, this child is with me. This child is with me. And then it's also for me, if you want to do something, I need you to explain why you want to do this with our child. If you can't do that, a prime example, he wanted Caden to get baptized. At this point, we weren't actively in church. Mm-hmm. My child really didn't know, you know, what Religion it what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, and so to be his I said, anyway. I said, no, I don't want him to be baptized. I said, if he makes that decision, it needs to be his, and he needs to go through it properly. Because what I learned from being in church is that our parents blessed them. They were doing, we were getting baptized, not understanding, and then later getting saved and then getting rebaptized. And I said, no, I want him to do it the the right way. I want him to make that decision. I want to give my life over to Christ Mm -hmm. and I want to be baptized. And we got into a whole debacle about that. And, you know, me being a a spawn of the devil because I didn't want my child baptized. And I'm like, you're missing the point. Did you get up every Sunday and come pick him up to take him to church? Mm -mm. No. This was a one Wednesday to take him to This was a one time. We're going down to my family. Me and I'm getting my other son baptized this weekend. No. No, no, no. I don't know very many pastors that are going to baptize a child without knowing and understanding that that child understands that commitment. And doesn't have to like be a member of the church? Listen, I tell you, they they all go together. You come to give your life to Christ. You're joining the church. And if you've not been baptized, then you get get baptized. baptized. And that was a moment where, you know, we were trying to co-parent more and he was more in his life to where I was like I'm putting my foot down you will you're just not he's not getting baptized no. you're not going to be able to get him this weekend because you're not going to listen to my wishes and so that's where I was like it's end up my word is it you know what I'm saying 
I feel like if it was one of those situations where he was going to church every Sunday, he came, you know, my child knew about Christ and we talked to him about it. He, and he said, yes, I want to be baptized. Absolutely. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though I may not want this because I, you know, for whatever reasons, but this is what you're doing with your dad. Like we used to go, we were we were Catholic on the weekends. If we were my dad, we were Catholic. But I was Baptist when I was with my mama. Like right. Just, so, so I get it. Yeah. I, I feel like for the most part, yeah. My my say is it. That's whatever. But if you are coming to me and talking to me, and it's clear and it's concise, and you can make me understand. Your reasoning behind them, then absolutely. That's your child too, and we can go ahead with this. Mm -hmm. But you just throwing shit out there? No. Mm -mm. I usually am am pretty good with with the ones I do talk to, with coming to a consensus. Because if you want the opposite of what I want, then we both need to meet in the middle to justify why we why we are picking the path that we're picking. I hadn't made it that far yet. So, oh uh, yeah. So, I'm, I'm, I've always been kind of, um, kind of open to that. And it really is only with my youngest daughter's um, dad. With my, my ex-husband, it is just, it is kind of one of those things with what I say goes. Um, only because, and it is only because, I'm not making excuses, but he was abused growing mm-hmm. up. And so the only form of discipline that he knew of was abusing. Yeah. Yeah. And so I had to, to to knock him across the head and threaten him like, okay, if you put your hand on my child again, um, I'm I'm going to unalive you. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. absolutely. And they don't that's another head. thing. There's always a discrepancy between disciplining the child. Yeah, from one There's, house to another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Men are more, you know, inclined to beat the child. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes a child does not require. A lot of times. It does not need that. So that's another thing where it gets hard to Mm -hmm. co-parent. But I'm still trying to get to the point. Like, do you guys deal with, like, Jamari, if his dad says something, it's going to go in one ear and out the other. Mm -hmm. Probably because there's been an absence. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, mom is the disciplinary what mom says goes mm-hmm. so like he won't i'd be like you going to stay with your dad go to your dad's house and he'd be like no nah, i'm good i'm not going i want to go and that's nobody's that's fault that's but, and that's okay his dad's. but i'm i'm like call your dad ask him i don't know and he's getting to that point but as far as like disciplinary stuff or need for anything none of that goes through him so mm-hmm. I'm trying to get to the point where I'm like, no. Sharing the responsibility. Yes. Because mm-hmm. that's, in my opinion, where we need to be. Yeah. That's part of co-parenting. And it okay. is. It just, I feel like that absence was so Ooh, profound. Baby. It was through impactful years. Baby. <laughs> that Jamari's like, I don't, I'm not listening to you. And at nine or ten years old, he was very much so like... I don't want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. You ain't been here. I don't need you. My mama been here. We good. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is real because I was like, sometimes when people mess up and they want to show you that they have changed, sometimes it's okay to give them that opportunity. I said, yeah. that's up to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You can choose. But again, Jamari was, four, was six on some... I'm gonna call my daddy. He'll buy my shoes, and I was like, "Call his ass. He ain't uh-huh. gonna answer the phone. He ain't gonna buy you shit." Uh-huh. And see, and that's where I think where we kind of need to, where you know, leaving it to the kids to understand, mm-hmm. and like you said, being honest with the kids and explaining to them, um, and then going from there. And it it hurts your heart as the mom, you know, yeah. to see them get disappointed. But um, it only took one or two times, and. It literally got to the point where I was saying, you know, have you called your dad? And he was like, no, what for? He ain't going to answer. And I was like, cool. There you go. And after that, I never, I'm not asking you to call your dad or your grandma or any of that. And now, the only person that Jamari is going to call and check on is you know who? Me, Mom. That's Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Well, kids, because kids, to me, kids see. You don't have to be bitter. 
you don't have to to speak down about the mm-hmm. absent parent. If you're honest with your children, mm-hmm. they will see it for themselves. And there will always be a defense there. Yes. She's like, okay, I'm a, I'm a, and when his dad like kind of wavers, mm-hmm. he'll call him on it. Like, I just feel like you going back to your old ways. Yeah. And I, we were supposed to be working on this. So I want to let you know, this is how I feel. And I, I, ooh, what it I just be. feel... I I know for me, I was trying to for a, I tried for a long time because I know how Kaden is. Y'all know how Kaden is. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's very anti. Mm-hmm. And so my mind is like, I did not want him to lose the relationship that he ha- had. Yeah. Because I know that there's no going back from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like if he ever does come around, it's going to be too late. But that's going and to that's be on him. Crossing. Like, and that's where that's what I didn't. I didn't want it to get to that point. But now I'm like, at this point, it's what it is. It is what that it is. is. What it is. And you don't have to compensate for that. Mm-mm. You just have to explain to him that just because your dad is not a presence in your life, that does not give you the the carte blanche to just be an asshole or you right. know whatever you know the faces right. or whatever mm-hmm. you know the kids go the through. Or that does not allow you to just be disrespectful or that does not that does not make it okay for you to you know what I mean mm-hmm. like you just have to I think it's important for I call my son my man child I think it's an important it's important for the man child to have his father in his life because I'm a woman mm-hmm. moments of reflection so we have talked about here. our chick chat and, and we had hot topics and, and all yes. of that wonderful stuff and what's what's in the news today and then so we talked a little bit about parenting and co-parenting Yes, so we are going to close it out with a positive note. I don't know how positive um, (laughs) I can be. You can do it. Um, You can do it. I said I was going to wait to see how things went. Mm -hmm. So um, we are just going to close out. Because we did have a whole lot of um, celebrity stuff. Um, And we are not going to compare ourselves with strangers on the internet. How about that? Amen. That, let's, let's talk yes. that. Let's talk that up um, because the internet is the new reality TV, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of the stuff on there ain't real. Don't believe it, folks. Is fronting on, on the internet. They got everything going on, and they front door. They porch is real dirty. Mm-hmm. Their house is out of order. Their kids is bad as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, wear your mask. <laughs> wear your mask. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. <laughs> so that we ain't got to stay in this panoramic view. Period. Um, and that's the jam. That's that the That is the jam. First episode down. We will see you all next week. Thanks for listening.